Good morning, it's 9.30, British summer time, Monday the 30th of March 2020. <sighs> Must be time for week two, radio blogging. Yo, yo, what up? This is Lunch Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. Woo! Keep this frequency clear. A children's radio blogging show broadcast into homes and schools across the world. Join Pi Corbett, Russell Prue, Ian Rocky and David Mitchell live each weekday at 9.30 a.m. Online radio live blogging. This is radioblogging.net. And a very warm, sunny welcome to you. Thanks so much indeed for stopping by for your fabulous creative literacy lesson. OMG, as they say, down with the young people. Thank you so much indeed to our 15,000 listeners last week. Oh my goodness, it broke all of our records and our expectations. We are so humbled. Thank you so much indeed. And also to the 57,000 of you who visited our website. Oh, a double one of those as well. Thank you so much indeed. We have something very special for this week. I can't tell you enough about it. It is... You'll have to wait for a bit later. We're adding a new feature to our website. We're really excited. We're really excited. I'm bursting with excitement. I can't tell you. I'm going to let the chaps do that a little later on in the show. But an opportunity for you to contribute in ways you've not been able to do already. We'd love to hear from you in today's show. Here are the contact details. You can email us, shout outs, mentions. And it's lovely that you've been getting in t- contact with you. I've got some great news about how we're broadcasting throughout the holidays as well. And you'll be really excited, hopefully, or not, as the case may be. Uh, that you can reach us at 9.30 right the way through uh, our traditional Easter break holidays. So just amazing uh, that we can do that as well. We are radioblogging at gmail.com, radioblogging at gmail.com. You can text me on 07624 802 These are for shout-outs, mentions, or you just want to say hello and let me know where you're listening from. You are very welcome. I'd love to give you a shout-out on the show. The whole gang are here, and it's time now to meet the host with the most and it's pie corbett creative games play and try with ian and pie good morning there russell and um trusting you're all good and well i'm up i've been up early i've had my porridge i've made my bed i've cleaned my teeth i phoned the aged aunt and crispy and crunchy have gone for their walkies so they're two happy little dogs, fast asleep. One of them, Russell, is a little Scotty. The other is of a mixed breed, has rather wild and staring eyes and eats anything, absolutely anything. The bin, slippers, your foot, anything. But this morning I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. And talking of rocking, sir, head teacher Ian Rocky, how are you this morning, Ian? Good morning, Pi. I am very, very good indeed. Excited to be playing along creative writing with yourself this morning. Yes, and I'm going to crack straight in for our first game. Now, everybody at home or in school, get your notebooks and pencils ready. Ian and I are going to play three games, and then we will have a pause. We'll play some music, Russell. And in that pause, have a go at one or two of the games and then we'll move uh, further on through the program. So these are little warm-ups that can be played at any time just for fun um, in the classroom or uh, at home. They all have a slightly educational slant to them, of course, because that's our business. That's what we do. First game, Ian, as this is Animal Monday, is about selling. Now, let's imagine that we've got um, a puppy and um, we've got, say, five or six puppies, and we're going to sell them, sell one of them, okay? So our puppy, now, for sale, our puppy, or one puppy, let's do it like that, for sale, one puppy. Now, when you're playing the game, you can sell a puppy, you can sell a kitten, you can sell a giraffe, you can sell any animal. It's another alphabet game, folks, and you've got to think of an adjective that is positive that would describe... Um, your chosen animal and would persuade a reader to purchase it so here we go for sale one puppy who is ambitious brilliant see clever diligent elegant faithful gorgeous generous i've got i individual jokey 
Ah, I can't think of one. No, I'm sorry, that's a... And you lost that round. One to Ian. <laughs> Thank you. He keeps winning and I make the games up. It's just not fair, Russell. <laughs> it's, it's awful. Talking of awful things, I got up on Sunday morning. My wife said to me, the clocks have changed. And you know I have a problem with this, Russell. I looked at them. They all looked exactly the same. They hadn't changed at all as far as I was concerned. And then she worried me. She said it again. You've lost an hour. Where is this hour? How can you lose an hour? Am I an hour older or younger? I don't know. It's all a confusion. But let's play the second game. This is called Elephants Can't Jump. And my friend Brian Moses told me this. Brian's a writer. We used to teach together. He's a poet. And he has all sorts of interesting facts about animals. Do go on to his uh, um, blog, everybody. He puts up really good writing ideas. But um, he told me that elephants can't jump. And then I started wondering, yes, but what can they do? So the game goes like this. Elephants can't jump, but they can eat donuts. So what you're doing there is you're doing technically what's called a compound sentence. A little bit of fun, but we're practicing a but sentence here, folks. Uh, so are you ready, Ian? I elephants am ready. Okay. Elephants can't jump, but they can eat donuts. Elephants can't jump, but they can make a sound like a trumpet. Elephants can't jump, but they can wear a tutu. Elephants can't jump, but they can soak you with water. Elephants can't jump, but they can swim. Elephants can't jump, but they can stampede like thunder. Elephants can't jump, but you can get six people sitting on top of a large one. Elephants can't jump, but they can remember a familiar face. Okay, so everybody's got the idea there. Uh, you can see how I cleverly stopped the game because I couldn't think of the next thing that an elephant can do. So, <laughs> and now we're going to do another animal game, and this is a boasting game. So this is where, let's do a cat this time. This is where we invent incredible boasts about an animal. So uh, my cat can run the 100 metres. No, my cat won the 100 metres race in the, at the last Olympics. My cat danced with Anton on Strictly. My cat was the first animal to ever climb Everest. My cat flew Concorde with absolutely no training. My cat ate three shredded wheat for breakfast and more. My cat sang unaccompanied in perfect tune. My cat can recite all of their times tables. My cat cycled the Tour de France in record time. My cat can drive faster than Lewis Hamilton. My cat baked a cake with Mary Berry. <laughs> Another one to Ian, I'm afraid. <coughs> oh dear, I've got a little cough. <laughs> okay, folks, so thanks for playing the games, uh, Ian. What we're going to do now, everybody, we're going to have a short interlude. There'll be um, some music playing and get going in pairs. Choose one of those games and have a go. Then we'll come back together and we'll move on into the first Padlet. Russell, music, please. This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet. Okay, so thanks for that, Russell. Love that music. It always makes me laugh. Um, it sounds, <laughs> it just sounds so ridiculous. It uh, makes me want to get up and dance. and makes me feel happy. Now, folks, we're going to move into uh, the first Padlet. So uh, my magical cat can. And already I can see that people <clears throat> have been having a bit of a go. Um, I've put a Padlet up. It, uh, all we do is we click on the small uh, circle, uh, the pink circle with the plus mark in it. Click on that. Up comes a little box. Type in your name. And I've put pie, and then what can my magical cat do? And I wrote down the first idea I shared with Ian, win the 100 metres at the Olympic Games. Now, of course, a magical cat can do anything, and that's the beauty of games like this. A magical cat can fly, it can eat clouds instead of candy floss, it can dig roads, it can become a light bulb, 
you can boast about it as Ian and I uh, were doing, have it doing amazing things. But let's get some ideas up there on uh, the Padlet. Now, David, uh, is there anything else that we can see on the Padlet there or to say about using it? Um, for those people that have used uh, Padlet, exactly the same as what you've what you've done before. For any new listeners coming along, we just need to make sure uh, that you can see the round circle in the bottom right hand side. So we'll need to make sure you are on today's show, the tab at the top. Um, and the, of the website, and then you can scroll down and see all the resources we're going to be using today that Pi and uh, we're going to be referring to. So as long as you can see the red circle with the add sign in it, uh, you can click that and create your Padlet that way. A little bit later on, we'll be using Padlet slightly differently, um, so we'll, we'll come back to that, but that's how we're going to use it today, Pi. Okay, great. So... Um... While everybody is putting their Padlet ideas up there, shall we, Russell, have a, a short space um, for a few shout outs, maybe a little bit of music as well while people are Padletting up? That's really good. We can do that. I've uh, I've got some shout outs. I know that Ian's got some. Ian, do you want to start with yours first? And good morning to you, too. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, I've got some shout outs here. It says, good morning. We are listening in year five, six from Christchurch, Hannah. We can't wait to play some of your games. Thank you, Mrs. Weston. Good morning, Serena. Thank you for getting in touch. Hope you enjoyed the games this morning. It's been an awful lot of fun. Good morning to Ella. Please can you give a shout out to Oxy Primary? Just done that, Ella. You're most welcome. Thank you for getting in touch. And we've got one from Daisy. I love this show and say hi to everybody at Warren Road. Thank you to my teacher, Miss Shah, for being my favourite teacher ever. Hey, I tell you what, that is the right quite the right answer. We've got Kim McCalmont. Kim, a regular listener. Good morning to you. Looking forward to another cracking good week with some great writers from Stone School. Absolutely right. Thank you for very much for getting in touch. Nashika, hi guys. Hope you had a good weekend. Well, I certainly did. Thank you. And I'm in a good mood because my mum's ordering pizza tonight. Well, I'm in a particularly good mood having just heard that piece of music. It's got us all excited and happy. And Jamie, morning all. Day six of radio blogging with my boys Joshua and Archie. Loving reading all of the posts, especially the children at my own school. Sorry I can't be with you, but thank you for sharing all of your amazing ideas. You're inspiring others around the world. Keep it up. Well, thank you very much indeed for your very, very kind comments. We've also had Adrian. We've also had Benjamin. We've had Oliver listening in Chorley. We've had Imogen. Uh, we've had Krista as well, all getting in touch. And you can do that right now. And we will read out some more shout outs later. Thank you, Russell. Back to you. We certainly will indeed. So keep those messages coming. Email is still open. Radio blogging at Gmail. You can text us. I'll read my first text this morning in just a second to you as well. But we had an email uh, over the weekend from Anna O'Brien. Thank you so much, Anna, for getting in contact. She said she's enjoying the show so much and just wondering, as schools are open over the holidays, are you still going to be doing daily shows? They're wonderful and providing much needed structure. Anna, you bet. Thank you so much indeed for that. Uh, listeners, we are broadcasting throughout the whole of the holidays, except for the bank holidays. So the Friday and the bank holiday Monday, we will not be on air, but we will be setting some fabulous work opportunities for you on the Thursday. So we'll give you loads to do over the break. And we're still going to be here. So we will be able to accept your messages, approve your Padlet posts and just keep the site running. So we're here 24-7 really at Sofield like that but of course you can uh, communicate with us and we'll be back on the tuesday uh, after the easter monday break and we will be able to read everything out here's the text message this is from joseph aged nine and matthew aged five my goodness you're so young they're listening in stockport and they're ready to write uh, both of you boys thanks so much for your messages and if you want to get in contact you can text me on 07624 802272 email is open and you can also communicate through the blogging site Pie. Okay, and I, it, thanks for that, Russell. I was just thinking as uh, the Padlet is going crazy, people are putting some great ideas up here. Um, to, don't just put one idea. To, everybody put two or three <clears throat> and make a note in your notebook because this is the sort of thing that you can carry on. And if you want, if you get into it, it can become an extended piece of writing. Some lovely ideas. Aya and Yasmin, they're faithful listeners. We like it when people come back. My cat can jump through clouds in the sky. Harriet, gorgeous idea here. My magical cat can eat sugar stars whilst racing through the clouds. 
I love that idea of sugar stars. Never read that before. Nice little bit of creativity. Arthur S., my cat can play the drums like Ringo Starr. Love it. He was a great drummer, one of my favorites. Um, Adam, my cat can fly and it can do everything. It looks like a normal cat. I like that idea of a normal cat, but it isn't actually. It's a secret cat that can do all sorts of amazing things. Hannah, my cat can jump to the moon on a trampoline. Joshua, Archie and Daddy, my magical cat can scare away elephants, see nightmares, fly higher than a rocket, eat 100 donuts without licking its lips, read books of spells. My cat sung with Little Mix. That's Olivia. What a nice idea. And just above it, Sachi, my cat can sing like Ariana Grande and rap like Eminem. My goodness, some amazing cats. Albie and Harry from Warren Road. My cat can scale the shard in London just by curling his claws into the crevices of cement. Love that playing with the alliteration. Curling his claws into the crevices of the cement. So we've warmed ourselves up with our magical cat. You can keep going with that. Add to it. Uh, get your notebook, turn it into a longer piece of writing. But I'd like to move on to the next piece. And as it's Animal Monday, you can see here on the next Padlet down, we have a wolf. And this is where we're really going to tune in with those images, the like and the as. So I, my first ones, I looked at the eyes. What you do is you look for the details. So we've got the nose, <clears throat> we've got the nostrils, we've got the whiskers, we've got the fur. We've got the white of the fur, you've got the grey of the fur, you've got the russety red of the fur, you've got the eyes, you've got the ears. And then you can imagine the body, the ribs, you can imagine there the tail, you can imagine those sturdy legs, you can imagine the claws. So we are going to either do like or as and create images. My first one was amber eyes like lost planets. And my second one is the similar using as, rough fur as grey as ash. So get going with your wolf similes now. And I think, Russell, it's time to hand over probably to David while we play some music. And then after the music, David can uh, get us up to date with what's happening on the globe and draw people's attention to that. So we need some music now while everybody creates wolf similes we certainly do and the time's just going up to 10 minutes to 10 don't forget we are live across the planet listeners this is a live radio blogging activity but you can listen again by coming back to our website and going through any of the day's activities the whole show is up there again for you to listen and enjoy so you can blog along at your own pace we also know from our our monitoring activities because we're looking very carefully at the site that the padlet posts increase by 100 percent when you play music clearly they excite you and motivate you and this next piece of music was chosen intentionally good luck get posting we're back with david after this radio blogging is such a great idea to continue our learning from home daily shows with daily activities to keep everybody busy and engaged join in with the show each day on the blog at radioblogging.net we get shout outs live on the radio our writing gets seen by people all over the world the perfect way to listen and learn along with international friends you can tweet us at radioblogging to get a mention or ask a question you're listening to radioblogging the perfect mix of live blogging and education radio this is radioblogging.net radioblogging.net on Tuesday we have Dragon Tuesday there will be the usual games we will be describing different sorts of dragons producing fact files thinking about what pops out of a dragon's egg we'll indeed even be talking with dragons Nick Toshek will be performing a couple of dragon poems poet extraordinaire, performer extraordinaire, and we will have a new slot for an audio recording from one or two of our listeners. Well, 
Well, we're back on the blog now, and we're having a, a good look at the globe. It's one of the features of the site which really excites children uh, when we're working with them in class. And just for anyone that's new to the site, if you scroll down to the bottom, you will see a globe that rotates there, and it will tell everybody who is on the blog, where they are from, um, to give people an idea that they've got a global audience. So when we're putting our Padlets on, when we are putting our blog posts on the blog, we know that all these people people are looking and reading our writing. So it's, it's a, a great feature to keep an eye on. Um, and I've been doing this over 10 years now, and I still get excited to see that we've got someone from Canberra on there from Australia, someone from Perth. We have someone from America on there right now. We've had countries um, all over the world uh, looking at what we're doing and getting involved, which is fantastic. Now, one of the um, things I would like you to really concentrate on uh, when we're not live on air are your own blog posts that you've been creating. And not only that, but finding them, leaving comments for each other. Uh, and I keep bringing into um, our conversations the graphic at the bottom of the screen that says quality comments. Now, we have a team of adults who are um, every day coming to the blogs and they are leaving comments. So you may be getting comments from, from people. Everything is checked. So any parents listening, we check every single thing before it goes live on the blog. And these um, comments really encourage the children. So um, if you're a listener and you have done a blog post, you can use the tag cloud, which is uh, the huge uh, cloud of uh, tags you can see on the site to find your name, click on it, go and have a look at blog posts you've previously done. If you have a comment, um, you can then reply to it as well. So we always try to reply formally uh, as well. So they are all checked. So there's loads of activity on the blog. Uh, we'll keep um, keeping up to date with what's going on. I think we've got around nearly 200 uh, visitors on there currently at the moment, uh, looking and exploring uh, the resources, which is fantastic. So we'll keep updated with that. Uh, it's really busy. And uh, I'll pass back over to you, Russell. Thanks very much indeed. A couple of uh, uh, tweets that are coming in. Emma O'Toole, thank you so much indeed. Warren Road Primary School, the most blogged uh, school on there. Mrs Quantrill, what a lovely name. Uh, hello, good morning you. To Caitlin, hello from the Tad Primary Academy. Um, if uh, the Twitter name doesn't uh, properly uh, depict the whole name of your school, then do please put it in full because that's not terribly obvious to me. Uh, Maria Richards, uh, a favourite. Thank you so much indeed. A really keen uh, and avid uh, uh, texter and tweeter thank you so much indeed a uh, good morning to emma gibson hello thank you so much indeed quite excited this morning listening and hoping to be joined by my year six class well uh, miss gibson's class hello i hope you are listening year sixes i hope you're working hard uh, give us a shout out if you are put a message on the board there joe pierce hello good morning to you um thank you so much indeed and also to miss wood and uh, neil burnell or burnell uh, thank you so much indeed uh, to you as well to jamie thomas as well uh, keep those messages coming and we like to read as many out as we possibly can pike what have we got next well i'm just looking at um, russell at some of these wolf um uh, phrases and ideas anna knowing eyes like a palm reader's mind alice whiskers as thick as barbed wire matilda sensitive nose as black as coal amazing i'm skimming down intentions as evil as voldemort i knew he'd creep in somewhere or other lydia from london feet like falling feathers i like the gentleness of that wonderful stuff now we're going to go uh, straight into james carter now james is a poet who um i've known for many many years we're old poetry friends and he's also a musician i think first and foremost actually russell he's a musician and uh, I got in contact with James uh, to see if he would be kind enough to share a poem. And we're going to listen very carefully, folks, to this. James is going to read the poem. And I think, Russell, you caught up with him and there's a bit of an interview. But we've got a new um, blogging opportunity here. So if you look under the wolf, you can see creating an animal, story opening, breaking news. I mean, an orange rectangle, it says poem response. It's a Padlet, and the idea is that you listen carefully to James's poem, and then you click up a little response. You could put up bits that you enjoy. You could put up 
uh, a word or a phrase that really struck you and created a picture or make a comment about the poem and what it did to you, how it made you feel. So we're going to try a little poem response. But first of all, listen, we're going to listen to James's poem. We'll listen to the interview. Uh, and during the interview, uh, folks, you could get on the poem response and jot a thought up there. You could, of course, respond to his interview as well. So back over to you, Russell. We're on to James Carter's poem. This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet. She Watches the World by James Carter. She watches the world through star-gold eyes, with awe, but mostly suspicion. She'll sniff at the air, she'll wait, she'll listen. She'll sense the slightest footfall. She'll skulk through the night in her old winter coat beneath an ocean of sky. She'll leap over snow with limbs as fleet as the wind's invisible wings. She'll follow the promise of even the wisp of a meal. Here in my dreams, those darkest woods, nothing bewitches me more than her, that great grey wolf. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. Now you're very kind. Thank you. Oh, not at all. It's deserved. I've been des- trying to write this poem for twenty years, but don't tell anyone. Well, I haven't actually. Really? No, it, no. But that's my next question. One of my questions: How long did it take? Twenty years? Well, no, it didn't. It didn't take twenty. Um, are, are you recording my answers? <laughs> yes, now? absolutely. I'm not going to okay. spare a second of this. You're priceless. I can't okay. waste a second. You're very kind. Okay, so the poem probably took less than a poem usually takes. It took about a month to get right. And I started it, it started out as a, a technical exercise poem for some, as a model poem to take into schools and say, hey, let's write about a poem, but very visually as if we were painting it with words. And it started out very differently and, and a bit sort of, it was a bit mechanical and a bit obvious. And then it kept shifting and shifting so that this version and the original have got very, very little in common, maybe just a couple of words. But when it shifted into, let's say, the third gear, it's suddenly, oh, this is, this is interesting. This is, this, is, this is what I want to do. And I've written lots of wolf poems before because wolves are one of my um, obsessions as a human and a poet. And I've always tried to, I've, I've tried to come at wolves from d- different angles. And I've got a best of book coming out next year that this will feature, and it's called Weird, Wild and Wonderful, The Poetry World of James Carter, illustrated by Neil Layton published by Otterbury Books, January 2020, 2021, got a plug in there. And it's, got, it's going to have about three or four wolf poems in, but they're all very different. Well, with this one, I wanted, to, I wanted it to be visual, because in the other ones, I'm talking about wolves from a different, point, a different perspective, but I wanted to paint with words. I wanted every single word to be as visual as possible so that a child reader or listener or anyone could, could actually see the wolf that I was picturing in my mind's eye. And that was, that was the ambition of it. I don't know whether I succeed, but, but that's what I was going for. You did for me. And there's nothing like an unashamedly uh, fabulous plug uh, for that. And you're very welcome to Available in all good shop, book, book, book shops. When they're back open. <laughs> when they're back. Please, please close down right now. <laughs> I know it's really difficult, isn't it? And also available in less reputable ones, I have to say. Um, the, yes. the, the speed of the poem struck me. Um, you mean the reading of the poem? No, not at all. No, way beyond that. The words. You'd chosen yeah. slow words. I have. Why? Yeah, you wouldn't want to read this like a rap, would you? Like a, you know, rap, rappers re- read about a billion words a second and I'm in awe of how do you say that so quickly? But the thing is, as, as a human, I talk very, very quickly. But I do, I, when I write, I go into a slightly more mellow mode and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm slowing down one poem that that one poem and one poet that have had a big influence on me. Uh, Tom Waits, he's got a poem called What's He Building in There, mm. which is the spoken word thing and very slow to some kind of grinding industrial kind of background music. And Garrison Keillor is my favorite poetry reader. He reads incredibly slow. But I think that wolves, you know, apart from the part, the bit where I go, shall follow the promise of even the wisp of a meal, that, that, that the poem is slow. It is, I wanted to go for atmosphere. I'm not going for the, mm. the pace of a wolf crossing over the territories, trying to find a deer or something. I wanted to get the atmosphere. She watches the world 
through star gold eyes. You wouldn't read that quickly, would you? It's it's something that I hope that you'd want to to savour and and read really really slowly. I guess. How much of this is you? Mm, it's certainly me at the end, because it says nothing bewitches me more than her. That great grey wolf here in my dreams, those darkest woods. I, I don't dream about wolves, but, I, but they just preoccupy me. Ever since I did my master's degree at Reading University, we asked to write a, an essay about fairy tales. And they said, what do you want to write about? And off the top of my head, I thought, little red riding hood, wolves, three little bit. Oh, yeah, wolves, wolves, yes, yes, yes. And, and, then, and, and I thought, ooh, and I've, since then I've been writing about wolves. But before that, I was in Paris in the days when I was a busker and a musician and a, and a chap in a, in a, in a, in a, in a f- photography shop looked at one of the photos I'd had developed as a picture of dusk. And he said, on fait le chien et le loup. And I said, pardon, uh, je, ne, je ne comprends pas. And he said, it's, it's between the dog and the wolf. It's what the French call um, twilight. So mm. it's between the dog of the day and the wolf of night. And I've just been obsessed with that phrase ever since, literally since 1988 or 87 when he said it to me. And so I've written a piece of music called Between the Dog and the Wolf, and I've written, rewritten an Aesop fable called that. And wolves just, I can't explain why they just have a, they bewitch me. I think that's the best word. I'm using the word bewitch. I feel that I'm enthralled to them. I, I, I know they, they kind of creep around in my mind, keep saying, come on, write, write us another poem and, and, um, I've even written a book, a non-fiction book for children um, about wolves. It's HarperCollins' Big Cat Diamond Level. It's called The Story of the Wolf. And it took me three weeks to write because they said I had three weeks. And it's got everything in there from the anatomy of a wolf to the natural history of a wolf to the, the holocaust of wolves. When we moved to America, we slaughtered millions of them. To fact, the fact that then in Chauvet Cave in the south of France, there's the footprints of an eight-year-old boy and what is either a wolf or a dog wolf walking together through the cave. The boy had a flaming torch. This is 26,000 years ago. Obviously, well, probably, presumably, going down further into the cave to go and see the wonderful paintings. You know, all those sort of prehistoric paintings they did with bison and things. Mm. And, and lions and woolly mammoths. Well, they're on the wall. So maybe the boy and his, I won't say pet, because I'm not sure whether domestication had begun then, but I'm in full, I'm, I just, I don't know. I just find the, the, the wolf just such a fascinating creature. It's, a, it's an outsider, and I am an outsider. I'm always a bit contrary. My mum said, oh, you're so contrary. And I thought, hey, that's great. I'll be contrary. I like that. And I think the job of a poet, you know, we shouldn't be poet laureates in a sense. We should be writing from the outside, not pleasing, writing to please people. We should be there to prod people. You know, we're allowed to prod people again and say, oh, not sure about that. And oh, not sure about that. And you see, the job of a poem is to say, hey, look at that. But look at it like this. So don't look at the world in the normal way. Look at it from the outside in. And, and hopefully that's what I'm doing here is it showing you this wolf maybe in a slightly different way than you've seen it before. I, I don't know. I, I don't write too, too um, I don't know what the word is. Logically, I just, it just, it, I think you write instinctively, but when you go back and edit, there's the logic coming, oh, there's too many adverbs there, or that, oh, that line's a bit long, or too many syllables, that sound is wrong. But I'm, I'm very much dictated by the music of the poetry, the sound of the words. It's, it is music before meaning. But obviously the meaning's got to make sense. It can't always be twelve brillig and the swathy toves did going in. It can't just be gibberish. <laughs> Although that, you know what I'm saying? It can't yes. be on the ning-nang-nong or the cow. It can't be that all the time. But poetry is all about the music of, yeah, primarily the, the music of the language. But also it should show you the world with reassembled, simple words to say, have a look at this. Okay. And, and hopefully you go, Oh, yeah. And hopefully that's what I'm doing here. And, you know, I don't, know, I don't want to say too much. I think I've already said too much. I don't want to be too, too pretentious about it. It's not what you say about the poem. It should be everything should be in that poem or it's not doing its job, if you know what I mean. I've loved every it, it, moment it, with you. You are a talent <laughs> and a half. Um, Russell, but you're so kind. You are too. You're a great No, no, you're, you're really go good. And I go and... Oh, well, that's the whole purpose of that. That's, that's a good skill, isn't it? And that's really good. Uh, for the moment, we'll have to leave it there. I so need to pick another conversation up with you at some point in time, perhaps in the you're future. You're very welcome. We're to. in for the you're marathon, right. so this will be a great opportunity. To James, ladies I, and gentlemen. I, thank you ever so much, Russell. Good, good luck with everything and take care and keep well. 
This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet. So, James Carter um, talking there about writing. That was very, very rich. There was a lot to be thinking about in that. Uh, and we can build very nicely on that, I think. We've done our Padlet with all sorts of ideas, just honing our descriptive skills there uh, about the wolf. If you look now below that, there is a uh, an orange rectangle saying creating an animal. Click on that, and this is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to create an animal. What we're going to do <clears throat> is to take ingredients, and I'll read you my model poem, and then, uh, if you wish, you can take the same sort of idea and create an animal. Now, you can create a wolf. I've put to make a red wolf. There is such a thing as a red wolf. I don't think they're bright red. They're more of a sort of russety reddish um, color, but you get them in America. They're fairly rare. But you can create a wolf or any other animal that you wish. You can create a cat. You could create an armadillo, a rhinoceros. Or, of course, you can create our old friend, the dragon um, or a phoenix, whatever you want, really. I'll read you mine and then just point out one or two things and uh, you can get going then in the uh, box below. So to make a red wolf, take the rushing of a forest fire, the roar of a meteorite's tail and the howl of loneliness for her voice. Take the final dash of a sunset the stain of spilled wine and the grey ash of smoke for her coat. Take the crunch of a can's edge, the jagged bite of a shark's teeth and the power of anger biting deep for her teeth. Take the bright button of a ladybird's shell, the silkiness of rose petals and the distant planet's glint for her eyes. Take the curve of the moon over the Sahara, the sharpness of a pomegranate's taste and the power of the red poker for her claws. So it's a bit like a set of instructions. And here we're listing the ingredients. So first of all, uh, what do we notice? Each verse, if you like, starts with the word take. And then we get three ingredients. Now you could do three, you could do four, you could do two. It doesn't matter. But um, I ended up with a, a pattern of three. First of all, I did the voice. Then I did her coat, her teeth, her eyes and her claws. So you think about different parts of the creature. If you were doing a dragon, for instance, you'd want to create um, the eyes, the spines, its tail, its talons, certainly its scales you would want to create. And then you've got to think about what ingredients you might use the whole of the world is open to you with this one so use that as a pattern and if you go below my poem write the title of your uh, post below and remember to put your name in there so um you're going to write in there my animal or whatever it's going to be, my dragon or making a dragon or whatever it's going to be by frank and then use the take prompts if you wish now of course you can change that prompt if you want to make so you could say to create a um to imagine a to build a to construct a uh, and then it says take take or you could have use use um, blend mix mix together whatever you wish it's up to you and then we need first name in the box school's name uh, i agree to the privacy policy and when you're ready submit so this is quite a long one and it's one that you could come back to after we've finished uh, the show and refine and develop. I think, um, Russell, it might be a good uh, moment. Have we got any more uh, shout outs or do we need some music while people start writing? We've got enough shout outs to keep us going until the end of the day. Pi. I can't tell you. There's absolutely loads there. I want to say hello to Graham Brown Martin, who's listening in London. Hello, Graham. Thank you very much to Abby as well. We're enjoying your show very much. All this talk of wolves reminds me of Wolf Wilder by Catherine Rundell. Um, well, thank you very much indeed. Abby, you may well be Kath's publisher, but thank you so much. Great shout out as well. Uh, Ed Adventures as well are listening as well. James Carter, thank you. You are extremely kind all over again, uh, Sue. 
uh, black, uh, anyway, I don't know. Who, thank you. That must be my weekend name or something. Thank you so much, Anil. Uh, Pi Russell, you're doing a splendid job. Oh, right. He's being very kind to Sue Hardy Dawson. Bless. Okay, I thought he was talking about me. Uh, really good. Extremely. And he's actually spaced the word extremely out in his tweet. You just can't keep a good poet down. Thanks, James. I know you were listening. I'm so pleased. Thank you. It's a real pleasure. Uh, the Ridge Academy, who better to deliver a, a, a daily uh, uh, English lesson. Thank you so much, indeed. Uh, Abby, again as well uh rafaela um uh, felix year five uh his sister year seven and mum with her feet up nice furniture shop by the way i have to say that's a bit of linge rosette furniture if i'm not mistaken thank you enjoying today mum is learning too my gorgeous ginger cat also not in the shop but thank you very much indeed enjoying the show and they're enjoying a cup of tea as well already a big james carter that is zach i think a picture of him holding a james carter book up so they're definitely uh one sale there james brilliant there uh, thank you to Raffaella again another photo there as well uh, zach age seven listening from high wickham for the first time well welcome to the show and you've got a shout out on your first visit uh, and really enjoying it thank you miss room for sharing the link well thank you miss room excellent uh, invite more sally ashworth uh, year 10 alice is listening oh sorry 10 year old alice is listening for the first time what a great show another first time listener thank you so much indeed uh, and really really kind for your men live pennington are coming to you Ian in just a second uh um pies uh, reply to that as well emma o'toole thank you so much indeed and warren road primary as well just uh, catching us all uh, in all of those tweets lots and lots of bloggers from there as well ian what have you got thanks russell uh, the time just gone exactly 14 minutes past 10 this show is flying by i've got more shout outs here we've got isla from west scotland hi loving your show can i have a shout out to my dad alan and my mum kate no problem at all miss little good morning a returning listener thank you we've got abby uh and we've got durga and we've got gabby from warren road listening we've got prisha so excited for week two isabella here as well jake and robin from harrogate ready for week two glad you are we are too. We've got Anushka. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Anushka. Thanks for joining us this morning. We've got Sachin. We've got Asher from Enfield. And we've got so many more people on the shout out Padlet. Do keep getting in touch there. Back to the email because we've got uh, emails coming in as well. Uh, good morning to Ida. Good morning to you. Thank you for getting in touch with us this morning. Also this morning from Taslim. Please can I say a big hello to all the pupils at Upton Primary School, especially 6LP from Mrs. Patel. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for getting in touch. Gemma, good morning. Shout out to Lexi and Tyler, age seven, from High Wycombe, from Manor Farm Junior School in Hazelmere. First time listening, first time shout out, and really loving it. Thank you. You are very, very welcome indeed. Ella as well wants a shout out for Mr. Skill. What a great name for a teacher. Mr. Skill, who teaches class three for being an amazing teacher this week. Well, Mr. Skill, with the skills, quite clearly, uh, good morning to you as well. Thank you for joining us. Also to Anna, who is listening in Westwood. The wolf hid silently in the bushes, ready to pounce at any moment. Beautiful language, Anna. Absolutely fabulous. The time ticking on, I'm going to hand back to Pi. Okay, thanks ever so much. It's great to hear uh, all the enthusiastic responses we've got on the uh, poem response padlet. This is the first time we've tried this. And I'm wondering whether or not we'll, uh, tomorrow perhaps we'll have the poem twice, because I think it's a good idea to listen really, really carefully. And once is possibly not enough, I don't know. But some very good responses there, very interesting responses. Uh, people picking up on ideas like, she watches the world through starboard eyes, or just simply, the poem made me want to read more. It was a cliffhanger for me, that's Isla uh, and Ted. Uh, Leisha, it makes me change my mind about a wolf because he makes the wolf sound so stunning and beautiful. I felt that as, as well. And people quoting again, Mish, an ocean of sky. Bob, skulking through the night. That word skulk, which sounds a little bit like um, skull at the same time. Lou, Morecambe, it made my body tingle with suspense and joy. It was wonderfully descriptive. My favourite line was the first one because it draws you in to want to read more. Yes, we call that a hook. And every writer needs to have a good hook right at the very beginning of their writing. So thank you for doing that. Now we're going to move to um, the next bo box um, underneath creating an animal, 
people will have already started creating their animals. I don't know whether you like to write straight onto the blog, folks. Um, I think for myself as a writer, I usually write in a notebook first and then I edit it in the notebook and then I read it aloud. And I read it aloud to hear whether it works. If a bit is clumsy and difficult to read aloud, then that's because I haven't quite got the music right in the writing. So first of all, I jot my notes down. I turn it into a first draft. I read it aloud and I listen to it. Does it sound right? Does it flow? Are, are there any cliches there? Remember, cliches are where we say something that we've already heard before. I'm always trying for fresh and original ideas that are truthful and will arrest the attention of the reader, will make them look at that um, wolf or, or whatever it is I'm writing about, look at it anew in, in a different light. So work on your poems and then post them up. Now, underneath there, we've got story opening and I'm clicking on story opening. And um, the idea for the story opening came from a photograph um, of a hedgehog that I saw on the Internet last night on Twitter. It was a hedgehog in somebody's um, uh, uh, front room on the car. It just wandered in this hedgehog and the lady um, who um, who, who uh, sent the uh, tweeted it was called Elizabeth McNeil, and um, she's a writer, wrote a book called The Doll Factory. And there's this hedgehog that just walked in. And as a writer, I'm always on the lookout for ideas. And as soon as I saw that, I thought there is a hedgehog that has just wandered in. We could use that for our animal program. So we're looking at the opening of a story. That's what we're concentrating on, just getting our story going. And I've done what I call a, a name opener. If I really can't think a way of, of getting into a story, I start with the name of my character. Now, my character is a hedgehog and I've called him Barry. So I've started. Barry had been in the back garden minding his own business. It had just rained and there was a feast of snails to crunch. That was when he saw it, an open door. And of course, what we've got there is another portal story in a way. Barry, well, the reader at first probably thinks it, it, it's a human. And then they've got the business of the Feast of Snails to Crunch, pretty strange human. And then he goes in through the opening door. Um, so I'm using that idea of a portal story from Barry's own world out in the garden into the house. A moment later, he had wandered in. Something good was cooking. The TV was on and he could hear the sound of people chattering. Barry liked company, so he followed the corridor towards the sitting room where the party seemed to be happening. Hi, I'm Barry. Budge up on that sofa, he exclaimed, taking a run up and launching himself with an, Im with an impressive hedgehog leap onto the sofa. And that hedgehog leap is the first little clue that this isn't actually a person. Um, well, second clue, because you've got the snails, but it's actually a hedgehog. Now, my next part is the people in the house are going to respond to this little hedgehog who's just wandered in and leapt up onto the sofa. And indeed could speak as well. Reminds me a little bit, I suppose, of that great story by Dick King Smith, Hodge Hegg. Uh, lovely story. Uh, but the invitation here is, can you write me a story opening which has as its main character an animal, could be a wolf, could be a cat, could be a dog, could be an armadillo. It is totally up uh, to you. And you're doing it from that, that animal's uh, viewpoint. He's the main or she's the main character. And if you want, you can get them into an everyday situation. They can come into a, a coffee bar. They can wander into the school. That would be a good one. And join a lesson. So you've got a lovely box there. Create your own story opening, uh, usual procedure. Make sure you get your name in that. And that will give us something that we can read out um, next time. We might read one or two of these uh, these out. So, Russell, I'm going to hand back over to you while people have a think about, maybe discuss at home or in school, what animal you would write about and maybe start and try that. Try that um, name opening. It's a really good way of getting around a stumbling block. So think of your animal. Right, I'm having an armadillo. What am I going to call him? Arthur. But don't give away that it's an armadillo. 
And where am I going to take Arthur? I'm going to take him into the school. Arthur paused in the playground. He looked around. There was nobody about, but he could hear a sound from inside the school. Dot, dot, dot. A moment later, he was walking towards class 3B. They were making an enormous din and their teacher was not too pleased. But as soon as Arthur wandered in, there was complete silence. Everybody turned and stared. They'd never had an armadillo, let alone one called Arthur, in their classroom before. Boom, boom, boom. And that's weird doing that, Russell, because I completely made that up off the top of my head. And I'll give you one little trick when you're doing your writing, particularly with stories and poems. Try to see it happening in your head and just let it flow out. Barely think about it. Just tell the story onto the page. Uh, Russell, do you think we need a little interlude for people to have um, some thinking time, some writing time now? There's always time for thinking. I love the concept of Barry the Hedgehog Pie. I think that's fabulous. And <laughs> and you know you're in the presence of talent when the doodlings of Pie Corbett turn into a masterpiece poem. Uh, that's just breathtaking. Thank you so much, Pie. Uh, coming to you in just a second, Ian, just a heads up. Now, I missed a tweet here from Raffaella, and this is particularly poignant, I thought. Felix, age five, uh, from uh, the brilliant Warren Road Primary School, his sister year seven now that's the interesting thing from tgs uh tgs tweets now that's obviously another school but year seven so uh his sister year seven who was at warren road is now listening as well that is just priceless uh, i love that thank you so much indeed i absolutely missed that as well james carter has been in touch a big thank you russell you're a great interviewer you're too kind as well uh, abby's been back on to protest that she's absolutely not uh kath's publisher she's just a a book loving primary school teacher what well, who doesn't love a book loving primary school teacher thank you so much indeed and uh, thank you very much for the shout out forgot to say miss room uh, from manor farm junior school hazelmere in high wickham well you didn't because we got that for you as well Ian, what have you got? Thanks very much indeed, Russell. Coming up to exactly 25 past 10 on this Monday morning on Radio Blogging. Thank you for getting in touch. Don't forget you can still do so on radioblogging at gmail.com. You can also text 07624802272. We've got Alara who's been in touch this morning. I think this is a great idea. Thank you. Well done to you for getting in touch. We've got Lily, who is listening in Tewkesbury, listening with her brother Dylan and her mum. Thank you very much. We've got Carla and we've also got Felix as well, who has been listening. We've been overcome this morning with your shout outs and emails. Please do keep them coming because uh, it's so lovely to be able to communicate with people whilst they are busy, hard at work in their homes. Pi, back to you. What have we got now? Well, I'm looking at, yes, not yesterday, what am I doing? On uh, Friday, we left uh, a final Padlet for um, people to work at over the weekend. And there is some very, very good writing on this. Um, unfortunately, I can't read all of them, but uh, I'm looking here at one by E.K., who's 11. Behind these eyes of dragonish glare, in a language carved before the age of ice, is the mind of the serpent king, the beast of the darkened cave. Because I cannot abide your words, those sounds that flame too hot for this blood, I seek to end all that you are and prevent anything you could be. This is the way of dragons and seek not to make me what you are. And tremendous flow to that. And then Tim, Devonshire Primary, a majestic dragon with rough scales flew through the sunset with wings the size of planes. Every few minutes, huge amounts of fire would erupt out of its nose. And then a very long piece, um, which is superb, by Fenella, um, the dragon's final words. As the sun begins to dip, the moon rises, her glow reflecting off the still surface of the lake. Stars begin to spiral across the sky, just awoken from their daytime snooze. And the artist spills her ink across the sky, uh, sorry, across as the sky turns black. But what is that? A ripple in the moon? Who is out at this late hour? Is it the fabled dragon? It is. However, she is not fearsome, unlike the stories suggest. As delicate as a figurine, and on it goes. One little tip there, Fenella, when I was reading it, 
Uh, I found it a little bit difficult at one or two points, and I'll tell you why. The writing is superb. It is beautiful and sounds like a book. It's great stuff. Watch out for those commas, because the commas really help me know when to make a pause. Otherwise, the meaning can all run together and you get a little bit muddled. Great writing. Everybody watch out for the punctuation. Otherwise, it becomes difficult for us to read it out aloud. And now, Russell, we're heading towards, I think, our final um, piece. And I'm looking for underneath. There we go. We've got the poem response. The final piece leads us into tomorrow. Now, it says breaking news. And tomorrow is uh, anyone who knows me, anyone who knows talk for writing. We love our dragons. And tomorrow is Dragon Tuesday. It's all about dragons. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of my favorite mythical creatures, though I sneakily think they probably do exist. And to lead us into tomorrow, we're going to have some breaking news. David, can you talk us through, because this is a Padlet, but it is slightly different, isn't it? It is. Now, what we're going to be asking uh, listeners to do is to create your breaking news piece, which we'll go through in a moment, using the form like you normally do. But underneath the form in the breaking news page, you will see um, that there is a Padlet. But this Padlet is a little bit different. We're going to ask you to perform your news, your breaking news section that you're going to write, but perform it like a newsreader. And we're going to challenge Russell to take a few of these and to jingle them up a little bit with some news music and things like that. So we can play a few of these uh, throughout the week as we go through um, using our dragon and especially with our dragon Tuesday. Um, so I just want to go through and spend a minute just going through how you do that, because it's the same Padlet as we've used before. And for any teachers who are listening uh, Padlet, it's a free resource. Uh, you can get that um, on online. And we can, when you create your post-it note, you can decide what type of media you want to uh, use. Now, so far, we've just been using writing. I've seen some children adding images to some of their Padlets. Um, but this Padlet is going to be used for audio. And just above the Padlet, you can see some instructions. And I've tried to just include some little um, screenshots of what you're going to click. So I'll just take you through that when you create your Padlet in exactly the same way, so you click on the add sign. And before you even write anything, you will see there's an ellipsis, so three dots. And that's what you're going to click on. Um, that brings a little menu and you're going to select voice and you can click the microphone to start recording your performance of your new breaking news. Now, at some point, no matter what device you are using, for the first time, it will ask you for permission to use the microphone, whether you're using a laptop or an iPad or a phone or whatever you're using for this, uh, it will ask permission. So once you click yes, you can, you can then record it and you just follow those simple instructions so you can play it back and save it. You give it a title and once you click the final save button, it will appear. Now again, for all the parents who are listening and teachers, every single item of audio that comes onto the Padlet will have to be approved. So I will be listening to those um, and we will put them on. And then once we've got them uh, on the Padlet, um, I will alert Russell and uh, see if we can create a few little jingles with these. Um, so it's using Padlet in a different way. I am really excited by this to see how we can perform some of our writing. And if this goes well, we're going to make more use of it. Um, but it's, it's simple. Have a go. You can always delete it if you're not happy with it. Um, and then send it through. So I, I, it's something I'm really excited about, Pi, uh, the audio side of this. Really excited. Yes, it's a, it's a new thing for us, isn't it, um, to try this out. And I put an example up there. So tomorrow's program is going to be all about, um, all about um, dragons. So what we'd like to do is start the program with one of you reading aloud breaking news. And I've given you an example there. I'll read it out to you. So this is, this is what you would do, but don't use mine. Invent your own. And breaking news is when suddenly in the middle of um, you're watching a program on TV and suddenly the thing stops and you see a newscaster. 
We are interrupting this program to announce that dragons have been sighted over Salford. At lunchtime, police were disturbed to see at least three adult Manchester Ridgeback dragons swooping over the city. Local residents have been warned to keep away from windows, as these venomous pests have been known to smash windows when hungry. That's a breaking news. And um, we wanted about dragons, that dragons have been sighted somewhere or other doing something or other. And Russell will, as Debbie was saying, he'll jingle it up a little bit, and then we'll start tomorrow's program with somebody, one of you, doing some breaking news. Russell, does that just about, as they say, wrap it up? It does. You're getting so radio-esque in your delivery, I have to say. We <laughs> will have you knocked into shape before long. Uh, it does indeed, and I've thoroughly enjoyed this programme. It's a very exciting new feature, listeners. But please remember, when you're recording your voice, try and get yourself in a quiet room. Don't have any TV or audio playing in the background, please. Leave that to us, because we can't rebroadcast any copyright material. Uh, please only use your first names in your voice if you do need to announce yourselves we will of course tell people who you are anyway so if you don't do that it doesn't matter but don't use your family name or your surname just your first names don't give any private information away so location telephone numbers email address don't disclose anything like that just read the breaking news kind of uh, sound effect and we'll put some sound effects on it'll sound something like this and then, just as Pies just read, sorry I didn't get a chance to do that at the beginning, but uh, uh, woe betide anyone who interrupts the great Pie Corbett uh, with that. But uh, just, well, that would just be, I'm so looking forward to that Pie. It's so exciting as well. Uh, we've got a, a, a plethora of uh, messages. Ian, I'm coming to you in just a second. This one stuck out for me. Uh, this is from Mr. Carl Laker. I, I hope I've got that name right. Sachi from uh, Warren Road Primary School delayed her appointment to ensure she does not miss our session this morning even her dad is stuck with her enjoying the flow of emotions from around the world what amazing work you are all doing and thank you so much indeed you've tagged the tagged the department in uh, that for that thank you so much that's really good take notice uh, max says mac thank you so much indeed that's really good ian what have you had thank you russell yeah i've had alicia good morning it's her fifth day loving the show thank you for inspiring me you are so welcome we've had nicholas as well miss hall is listening uh, and she's also commenting on some of the posts thank you very much indeed miss hall we've also got daisy who's listening as well another of our fabulous pupils from warrant road and just a very quick mention that if you would like to get some more shout outs and connect with people i am on air this afternoon at 2 15 on radioblogging.net you are most welcome to listen in get your texts and emails and i will get them through plenty of music plenty of chat and just keeping people connected at this time thank you russell excellent david anything last words from you Yes, uh, just following on from Sachi there, who you mentioned who had delayed her appointment, uh, she did a shout-out on the uh, the shout-out wall saying, I'm listening and participating while on the bus going for a blood test. A shout-out to all of you uh, on there. So, again, lovely to see that people are, are getting engaged. Uh, just uh, an update on the Padlets. We've had nearly a 1,000 entries on the Padlets throughout the show today. Hence why I've been rather quiet um, approving those. But it's been really successful. Quite a quick way of getting things on, on the blog. Fantastic. Um, yes, so uh, a really busy day. It's been fantastic. We've had thousands of people engaged and, uh, you, you know, coming onto the site. We can see them on the globe as well. So one last thing from me is to don't just uh, turn things off today. Come back. Add some comments. We're always looking for people to be leaving comments on blog posts. A little shout out to our commenting team. They're doing a fantastic job. I know Carol Allen was on last night uh, delivering about 15 comments to different children. If you are listening and you are interested in helping some of our young students, get in touch with me at Deputy Mitchell on Twitter. Send me a message and uh, I'll give you some instructions on how you can help support through leaving some comments. But it's been a great show, Russell really enjoyed today and i'm so excited to see some of these or to hear some of these audios uh, breaking news stories coming in from around the world brilliant pi anything finally from you sir well i just wanted to remind everybody i think i'm right in saying russell that on friday we've got the great sf saeed is that right? Yes, it is. I'm so looking forward to playing that interview. You're going to absolutely if you love james you're going to love mm. sf 
Well, SF wrote a book that lots of our listeners will know, Varjak Poor. If you don't know that book uh, and can get hold of it, then it, it is an absolute cracker. It's exciting. It features a, a cat. It's mysterious. It's elegantly written. It's the sort of book I can almost, I can guarantee. I think I'm going to guarantee. Well, I've never met a child who didn't like it. And I don't think I've ever met an adult that didn't enjoy reading it. This is a great bedtime story book. And I thought, Russell, every day I'd recommend a book uh, for our listeners. Varjak Poor SF Side, marvellous. And earlier on, somebody mentioned Wolf Wilder by Catherine Rundell. Um, all of her books are worth looking at. Very exciting, very popular uh, author. So each day I'm going to mention an author of some sort. Um, and uh, today has been fantastic. So much creativity. Keep writing in your notebooks, everybody. Keep illustrating. Some people have put photographs up. If, uh, if that's appropriate, please do so. Keep working at it. And then when your work is finished, post it up for us to have a look at. And uh, Dragon Tuesday is going to be great tomorrow. Really looking forward to that. Absolutely. And we're going to play that trail just again because it's so, so creative and authentic and so cinematic. Uh, the time is just coming up to 20 minutes to 11. We've squeezed past our slot. I hope we didn't haven't inconvenienced you in any shape or form. And thank you so much for staying with us as well. Don't forget it's Dragon Tuesday. Here's Pi to tell you more about that. We are open 24-7. Keep those tweets, those texts, those blogs and those Padlet comments coming in. We love to hear from you. Join us again tomorrow when we do it all again radioblogging.net on tuesday we have dragon tuesday there will be the usual games we will be describing different sorts of dragons producing fact files thinking about what pops out of a dragon's egg we'll indeed even be talking with dragons nick toshek will be performing a couple of dragon poems poet extraordinaire, performer extraordinaire, and we will have a new slot for an audio recording from one or two of our listeners. Yo, yo, what up? This is Lunch Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. Woo! Keep this frequency clear. A children's radio blogging show broadcast into homes and schools across the world. Join Pi Corbett, Russell Prue, Ian Rocky, and David Mitchell live each weekday at 9.30 a.m. Online radio live blogging. This is radioblogging.net.